the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to an, the new 2019 edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Happy New Year. I hope you're all having a great day out here. It's supposed to be a little wet this weekend, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. But uh, you know what? I like the rain. I like the snow, so it's okay with me. Folks, 2019 has happened. Whether you wanted 2018 to end or not, well... In my business, the financial planning and investment side, I couldn't wait for 2018 to end. So we'll see how we go from here. 2019, a new year, new choices, new chances, new opportunities, new goals. And that's kind of what I wanted to set this show up. Also, new laws, of course. We're in California. So I wanted to set this show up and kind of set up our year, our year together as we go forward here. Now, Many people will set a goal for the year, you know, their New Year's resolutions. Today's what, fifth? So they're probably over already, but uh, they want to lose weight. They want to get a better job. They want to do this. They want to do that. You know what? I want to pick some things that are actually doable that a lot of people can think about and plan because if we don't plan now, if we don't plan now for the next 12 months, things will not happen. They will just sneak up on you. They're never going to get done. They're never going to get thought of, conceived. And then you kind of have a, a sucky time not uh, not getting stuff done. So here's a couple things I want to talk about. Number one, I believe everybody should take a health inventory at the beginning of the year. I have to do it as I'm 55 years old now. I have to probably do it at once every quarter, not every year. But take a health inventory, see how you're doing, what you need to improve on. And frankly, life is too short to not be able to do what you want to do because we're out of shape. It's it's a sad thing. We need to take responsibility of that. And frankly, the uh, gun owners, Second Amendment crowd, you know, we need to uh, take better care of ourselves. Let's just put it that way. So it's important that we take a look at that because we need to be around for the long term. I need you to vote in 2020. You can't go dying this year. You need to be there in 2020 to vote. So that's an important thing. I think you should take a look at your health, your diet, and, and uh, wellness in your life and make sure that that is going to to allow you to live the kind of life that you want to live. You know, financially, people always want to make their goals. And obviously, I do that for a living. But your budgeting sessions, your your planning, your savings, those are all things you should be working out with your family and, and making sure that you have them written down. Now, 
when it comes to the Second Amendment, hunting, shooting, and all those other fun things, I want to talk to you about some goals that we should have this year and every year going forward. Okay? We have our health. We have our finances. Great. Let's talk Second Amendment now. Uh, there are new laws. We're going to get into those, what affects us now, uh, the ammunition bill and so forth coming up in, in July. But I want to talk about good things and planning. If you are a hunter, I know not everybody in this group is a hunter, but if you are a hunter, this is January. Things start now. What does that mean? It means that if you have ever wanted to go hunt, say, Wyoming or Alaska or any of those other states, you have to pre-apply long before, in most cases, long before the hunting season to even get into the application process. So here's what happens. I'll take Wyoming for for example here. I just got my email from Wyoming saying, hey, dummy, it's time to reapply. Um, So if you decide that you want to try something, say it's an elk hunt in Wyoming, which is something I'm putting in for this year. If you want to go in for an elk hunt in Wyoming, you need to get on their website, find out what's involved. There are application dates. There are application qualifications. Then there's an application fee. And all these things have to be worked out ahead of time. Now, if you're going to go with an outfitter, many outfitters can guarantee you a, a tag. If you're going to hunt, if you've never hunted before, let's just back this up. You have to have a tag per animal. The tags are issued by the state. Some states will sell them over the counter on a as-you-show-up basis. Others require you to be in a drawing. Almost every state that has quality hunting allows you or requires you to be in a drawing. Very few allow over-the-counter tag sales. They limit the number of hunters in the field. Um, They take application fees for people who are not successful. So I guess it's a little bit of revenue for them there. But it's a good thing to have a limited number of hunters in the field. We don't want to have too many people out there. Number one, it destroys your personal experience. Number two, it's probably not the best thing to have too many uh, hunters in the field at one time. So we need to have a sustainable harvest, which is I am I am all for, um, and a lot of predator control. So if you can't hunt deer, go hunt coyotes and wolves and anything else you can get your hands on, bears. So there's some other, other animals that you can get out there and hunt. But you have to put into the application. So most drawings now are online. They have this thing called the internet that Al Gore invented. So you go online, find their website, just Google elk hunting Wyoming. You'll find the website, follow their their process. You have to do the application. If you don't have a hunter safety card, most states now, I think almost all of them. Well, I can't think of one that doesn't require you to have a hunter safety card. You need to get your hunter safety card. So go over to Rahagi's. They have classes all the time, almost every weekend. They're having a hunter safety course. Uh, Check in over Bullseye Sports, see when they have their courses. You need to get a hunter safety course. It's a good thing to have. If you've never hunted before, it's all about safety. We're all about safety. So you get your hunter safety course, then you decide where you want to go. If you're going to have an outfitter, um, Look them up online, look for several references, ask for several people who hunted with them in the last three years, and from people who were non-successful with them in the last three years. That's always good to know the the total flavor of of how an outfitter is done. Uh, You can look online with the different states as far as where their trophy areas are. Some areas, like Eagle County, Colorado, tend to produce larger mule deer bucks than 
I don't know, Meeker, Colorado, or Rifle, Colorado. There's still good animals there, but it's just different different areas tend to have different genetic strains. If you want to go, um, for instance, if you're going to be applying this year, realize that some states require applications in, in, in January, some in February, some in March. Wyoming, uh, for instance, is uh, January for January for elk, but I think April or May, March for antelope. So you can hunt in one state, different animals. They all have different application periods to put into it. So those are just things to be thinking about. If you want to do it, you have to start now. You have to start the planning process. And here's the sad thing. Planning and applying does not mean you're going to get it. Uh, some of these states with, with good hunts are very, very difficult to get a good tag. So it may take a year or two of trying before you actually get it. So that's something to consider. You should always try. Hope you get it. If not, at least you have a bonus point, meaning an extra chance to get it the following year in many states who, who have bonus points. So that's the one thing is take a look at how these how these application processes start at the beginning of the year. And then you want to ladder out your your look going forward as far as the seasons. Saddest thing would be to apply for elk, second season elk in uh, Colorado or first season elk in Colorado and, and uh, elk in Wyoming and get drawn for both and they're the same week. So plan the both sides. If you get one, is, are you going to be able to do it? And, and try and make sure that you have your timing down on that. I know this sounds basic, but I got to tell you, I hear from people in August that are like, oh, wow, I, I really want to go to Wyoming, but I didn't know. Well, hey, this is January. Now you know. You have to put in for stuff up front. Um, all the all the Western states, the good states are from between January through April, I think is probably the last one. I think April's the Colorado deer application in. But between January and April, they all fill in there. And then they do their drawings a month or two later. You find out by mail or internet. It should be immediate, but it's not. The last one is, the last good state is Arizona. Now, Arizona elk is early, but Arizona deer, I believe, is June. So you can have, if you're not successful in Colorado or Nevada or one of those other states, you still have an opportunity then to apply later in the state like Arizona. So that's kind of a nice thing to know. California is in, in January or in June also. Um, I don't know. I think I've got 17 preference points in California. I can't get drawn to save my life. <laughs> the state. We're going to talk more about this state and what's going on with it. Um, I'm going to get hunting out of the way. We're going to talk about how to plan for our next year, all the good things that are going on. We've, we're looking at uh, opportunities for shooting, shooting, shooting sports, uh, different types of shooting sports, different opportunities, different places, uh, things to be involved with there, taking training classes, making sure that you're keeping your skill level up to the level that you should have. And then we're going to talk about how the new laws, the slew of laws for 2019 are going to affect us, not just the newest ones they passed, but some of the old ones that are coming into effect in 2019. So, hey, happy new year. It's beef jerky time. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll see you uh, right after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hey folks, you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution, and our faithful and stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Get on down to Bullseye Sports in Riverside where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. And after you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses... Call Bullseye Sports in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Or visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes because of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. They believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Happy New Year. Hey, we're talking uh, here on Firing Line Radio Show. You can find out more about us on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Instagram, Firing Line Radio. And uh, a couple other things are oh, our website, firinglineradio.com, where the podcasts are, or even our YouTube channel, where you'll see some of these uh, episodes of ours frantically trying to learn how to do uh, videos in the studio. <laughs> but we're having fun here, and this is, uh, you know, year seven, so we're moving forward. Um, trying to do a few changes coming up. One of the things we want to do is we want to plan to have the best 2019 possible. And that's going to involve some effort on your side. Effort on your side for your own health. That's on you. That's your responsibility, your finances. Seek help on that if you want to. But on top of that, let's have some fun this year. And what I mean by fun is let's let's take a 12-month view of shooting and hunting and training. I think that's a responsible thing to do. So some of the things that we have, we have opportunities in multiple disciplines. 
you know, if you want to shoot sporting clays, well, there's sporting clays fun shoots all the time, and they are a blast. If you've never shot sporting clays, it's a great game. It is, eh, I would like to say it's golf with a shotgun, but I'm not that big a fan of golf. So it's an interesting game where you're able to shoot different presentations of clay targets at different ranges, different speeds, different angles. So it makes you a much better field shooter. And frankly, it's a lot more fun. If you're shooting trap all the time, trap is a very disciplined precision game. And guys can shoot hundreds in a row and and trap the really good guys, not me but they're really good guys. And, uh, you know, if they, if they enjoy that, that's great. Sporting clay just mixes it up a little bit. Uh, skeet the same thing. It's a little faster game. Um, but again, each presentation is the same. So after you've shot 10 or 15 times, you kind of know exactly where it's going to be at what time. And it becomes a precision timing event as far as shooting it. Sporting clays is different. You have to have, you have to have a full game. You have to be able to shoot precision like you do in trap or just have your timing down like you do in skeet and put them all together with judging something for a target that you've seen for the first time as it's coming in and the wind hits it and it either floats higher or drops. And I'll tell you exactly which one it'll do after you shoot. So sporting glaze is is quite a good game to get involved in. You can go on down to shootprado.com, shootprado.com, Prado Olympic shooting parks. They have a sporting clays field, they have trap, they have skeet, and they have guys who shoot on a regular basis. So, you know, think about this. Maybe this is something once a month you want to plan on doing. Once a month, you head down with two or three of your friends, call it the third Wednesday group, set it up, go down there and have have a great time and, and shoot some shotgun. So it's a great sport and shotgun is very social. You're always talking and yakking and, and basically making fun of me when I miss. So the shotgun time is, is a good thing. You can check that out over at, at uh, shootprado.com. The other one that I think is very important to get involved in, especially for those of us who practice for defensive shooting. And that's the IDPA style shooting. IDPA is International Defensive Pistol Association. They have shoots uh, three Saturdays or three weekends, I should say, three weekends a month out at Prado. You can have, well, actually, I've got their little schedule here. So let me, uh, let me quit making this stuff up and actually tell you what's going on. So the second Sunday at Prado is the Prado IDPA. Now, the IDPA is a... Again, it's Defensive Pistol Association. You draw from cover. So you have a holstered pistol. Everything's safe. It's unloaded until you're on the shooting line. You have a holstered pistol under concealment. You step into the shooting box or on the shooting line. You're able to load and make ready. There's a course of fire prepared for you. And it's kind of fun. Like you might have to shoot these three targets twice. Um, reload, move to this barricade, shoot these two targets, move to the third barricade, knock some steel down. You know, there's different aspects of everyone and they go over each different stage. But what it does, every single stage forces you to think on your feet with your firearm, which is a training that you don't run into very often. You have to draw from concealment. You have to use the cover that's there. I usually don't. I get extra points awarded to me for my stupidity on that. But you you draw, you fire. If you miss, there's penalties for that. If you don't hit it right in the center, there's penalties for that. So it, it rewards accuracy, it re- rewards speed, and it rewards thinking. 
Jason Mayashiro, our, our Western Regional Galactic Intergalactic Champion, um, that's what he focuses on every time. He practices for this. That's that's what he enjoys doing, and and he puts in the time and effort in order to be a champion. So IDPA, anybody can come out and shoot, but excuse me, this should not be your first time you've shot with a pistol. Okay, you want to be out at the range. You want to be competent with the with your pistol before you go out there because this is an active moving thing. So get your basic training done. IDPA is the next step up. They do that on the second Sunday of the month. And then on the third Saturday of the month, they also have an IDPA. So you shoot second Sunday, third Saturday. And then on the last uh, on the last Sunday of the month, the 27th for January, they have a pistol caliber carbine and pistol match. Now that one sounds fun to me. That's going to be January 27th. It's the last Sunday of every month, but this is a holstered pistol, just like IDPA, but a pistol carbine also. So if you have a nine millimeter AR-15 or a 45 caliber AR-15 or the Ruger, the new Ruger nine carbine, that's perfect for it. They take Glock magazines. You can, you can shoot your carbine pistol and your pistol. And that sounds like a great way to practice for me. I mean, that's that zombie shooting 101. You're going to have to love that. So check that out. That's going to be on the 27th of January. And that's at California IDPA. Say hi to Leaf when you're out there. He's a pretty good guy. The other thing we have um, are long range matches. So we talked about some shotgun. There's so many shotgun shoots. I actually went to look it up the other day, and it was 18 pages of single-spaced Excel um, <laughs> Excel forms uh, with like a number six font. So, hey, just look those up. They're everywhere. But long-range matches, there aren't. Uh, at West End Gun Club on the third Sunday of the month, they do have a um, precision rifle series course. It ranges anywhere from 150 yards to maybe 450 yards for the targets. And precision rifle series is is when you have barricades you're shooting from or improvised shooting positions, uh, specific courses of fire. It's very, very good practice for if you're running a bolt gun. I think it's amazing for that. The other thing is we have a, a group of us that head up to Avenal. Avenal is near Koalinga. That's the easiest place to say that. It's about four hours north of here, but it's a long range course where you head out on a Sunday morning and you shoot from 190 yards to 900 yards. You're shooting across two or three canyons. You're shooting in a wind. Uh, you can shoot prone or you can choose the barricade, whichever you'd like to do. But it's, it is a true, it's probably the best practice I've seen for long range shooting in a course. Now, it's also 20 bucks. Okay, you, you can go shoot the big PRS matches, and yeah, there's a lot more shooting up there. You might shoot 70 or 80 rounds. You're also paying several hundred dollars for application fee and driving out of state. This is a few hours away. Um, it's a few hours away. There's some good stuff up there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's Harris Ranch. You can go have a steak, but that's, that's about it. But that runs on the third Sunday of the month. And the third Saturday of the month, they have their long-range 22 match which is really nice. If you ever tried to shoot a 22 at 200 yards, good luck, man. But these guys are doing it and they're hitting their targets and, and it's a great way to practice. So these are just things we plan out. Uh, the Saturday events, the Sunday events, the once a month, once a quarter events, try and pick a couple. Maybe you want to go out to Avenal, I would suggest in the springtime, you know, from March until maybe June. 
it's nice weather out there. And maybe do the PRS in the summertime out here. Uh, maybe try and do some IDPA early on. So there's some great opportunities out there for training and fun. Just got to plan ahead to get involved with those. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hello, folks. Welcome to Mulan Lobby Saturday, the first Mulan Lobby Saturday of 2019. Man, I'm getting old. 2019. 55 years old. Gee, many Christmas. Hey, folks, let's take a look. We're talking about planning out this year. And you know what? As I said, as I just mentioned my age, I obviously don't have that many years left. I should make the most of what we do have here. So let's plan out our years. Let's see what's going on. And uh, let's have some fun. We talked about going forward, you know, shoot some IDPA matches this year. Make that one of your goals. Uh, Shoot a Glock match. That's fine, too. Uh, try and make a high-powered rifle event, either through West End Gun Club, WEGC.org, or Avenal Gun Club, which, oddly enough, is AvenalGunClub.com. You know, those are a couple of courses. I know that they can do them at uh, Piru might have some, and, and Paula. Some of these things are a little iffy, so I haven't seen them scheduled yet. But these other events are happening the third Sundays and so forth of, of every month. You want to get involved in those. And if you, you know... Check us out on our Facebook page at Firing Line Radio and join our group and ask me questions. I'll respond. We'll get you get you in there. And if you want to ride up with us, maybe we can do that too. So that's just more fun than you have a right to expect from a part-time radio host. All right. So we are in the People's Republic of Occupied California. What does that mean? Well, that means that our state legislature has been busy trying to do everything they simply can to destroy your rights to own a firearm. That's the bad news. Good news is we can go shooting on Sundays. So I'm going to read a couple of stories here. Unfortunately, I can't give it credit to the people who wrote it and did all the hard work because, well, somebody forgot to print off their name on this. So <laughs> I'm going to apologize in advance for stealing it without credit. So... <clears throat> California has a new slew of gun control laws heading into 2019. Yes, we already knew that. Result of legislation caused by wet nurses and uh, panicky Democrats. They call this the growing gun violence um, problem, but it's not a gun violence problem. It's, It's not a gun violence problem. We have a criminal problem. We have people we do not deal with 
in the criminal justice system. And wait till you see some of these laws that have been passed, you'll realize that California has made it even easier to get away with murder. For instance, one of the laws passed in California, if two people are committing a murder, you have a break-in and person X shoots the homeowner and they die. And person Y is standing there saying, shoot him again, shoot him again. Well, guess what? Only person X is going to be tried for murder. Person Y no longer is considered a murder because they're an accessory during the commission of a crime. Somebody in Sacramento decided that that person is innocent of of the murder. Even though they were there, they broke in the house. The only thing that separated them was the actual act, but they were aiding and abetting. So, you know, in California, that is no longer considered a a murder offense, which is a, a crime against innocence. Another thing they have is if you are under 18, you cannot be tried for murder as an adult. I know we're not supposed to have dead air on the radio, but I, I honestly had nothing to respond to on that. Those, a 17-year-old can kill somebody and not be tried as an adult, which means by the time they're 21, they're out of the CYA, their uh, records have been expunged, and now they're your school teacher. Gotta love this. So let's talk about a couple other ones here. SB 1346 by Senator Hannah Beth Jackson of Santa Barbara. It bans the manufacture of bump stocks and burst trigger devices. Um, So I guess Jerry Mikulik's finger has now been outlawed. Uh, AB 2103, Assemblyman Todd Gloria from San Diego, mandates applicants for a concealed carry license undergo a minimum of eight hours of training, and they demonstrate proficiency in both shooting and the safe handling of firearms. This law is already in effect. Most counties already had this. Um, if you're going to get a CCW, I, I'm not going to mandate that you have that, but common sense says you should. The only issue I have is these are going to be approved classes. Not, you know, what does that mean? It's like any other government thing. Somebody's getting, somebody with connections is getting involved in some way. These guys don't mandate classes or training unless they have a piece of the classes or training pie. So be suspect of all of them. Then we have Senator Nancy Skinner from Berkeley. Boy, what good things have come out of Berkeley in the last 10 years? Nothing. 30, 40, 50 years? I don't know. Maybe something, but I haven't met it. This bill adds ammunition cartridges and magazines to list of items police can confiscate as part of a gun violence restraining order. This law is already in effect. AB 3129 by Blanca Rubio of Baldwin Park prohibits anyone convicted of a misdemeanor domestic violence offense after January 1st from possessing a firearm for the rest of their lives. Now, this one's I'm a little bit conflicted on because most people convicted of a misdemeanor domestic violence really aren't guilty of a misdemeanor domestic violence. They're usually guilty of a felony and it got pled down to. Uh, given the fact that I hate criminals... I'm usually okay on this. I think any time that uh, one, one thing I don't see is the misuse of a firearm and a crime having the penalties jacked up on it. All of these are possessions. I think the possession side is not where we should be focusing. We should be focusing on the misuse side. SB 1100 by Anthony 
Portantino from locking out of Flintridge. Law prohibits anyone younger than 21 from purchasing a long gun. Well, shame on you, Anthony Portantino. You can join the military, but you can't buy a 22 Ruger 1022 in California. It does say if you're a member of the military or have an unexpired hunting license, you can do so, but it's just silliness. AB 1968, Assembly Evan Lowe from Campbell, California. This bill prohibits anyone hospitalized more than once a year, once in a year, excuse me, hospitalized more than once in a year for a mental health diagnosis from owning a firearm for the rest of his or her life. How about this, Evan Lowe? If you're hospitalized more than once in a year for mental health, you stay in the damn hospital. But why are we putting these people back out on the streets? Obviously, he's four mockingbirds short of a cuckoo's nest. I don't know. There's something terribly wrong with somebody if they're actually hospitalized more than once in a year for mental health diagnosis. If you look on your 4473 form, folks, which is a form you fill out when you you, uh, purchase a firearm, it asks, have you ever been adjudicated mentally ill or deficient? Well, if you've been in a mental home twice in a year, I would imagine somebody should be able to make that comment that you are crazy and you shouldn't you shouldn't be out of the home i don't care if on the firearm ownership side as much as i care about that's a crazy person who would attack somebody with an axe or a knife or a car or any other aspect they're just terrible people that should not be out on our streets so we've had 54,000 shootings in america in 2018 500 in california since we're the the biggest populous state that's really Pretty darn small number. 500 in California after 54,400 shootings in America. We've had 14,000 deaths, and uh, that does not include the 22,000 suicides by firearms. So 54,000 shootings, 14,000 deaths. That means 40,000 people. Um, it doesn't you know, say shootings. It doesn't say injures. So I don't know if those are just reported shootings either. But those are our numbers out here, folks. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Of course, the Brady campaign champions all these wonderful things. But the Brady campaign is, well, they're crazy. Folks, here's the thing. Criminals, just like as we saw the New Year's Day stabbing in in England, no handguns involved, but they have mass stabbings going on. So now they want to have knife control. Criminals are criminals. Criminals need to be put to death. All right, let's just go with that one. Let's just start here. Bad guy, kill somebody, put them to death. We're done with them. Fire up the wood chipper. I don't care how you do it. We'll take care of them. Take them on a long fishing trip. We can use them for chum. There's so many things we could do with this resource of bad people instead of putting them back on on the street. Maybe this is the green movement that I'm finally adopting here is we need to recycle our criminals in a more useful way. So think about that. They could be used for potash, um, you know, with the, the, use the ashes and put them in, a, in flower beds. I think that would be a good use for them. Um, you know, obviously target practice for the military wouldn't be a bad idea either. So there's so many ways we can just take these criminals off the streets and, and put them to a final use, but a good use anyway. I, I am all for it. And again, you know, deep sea fishing. That, that could work. Hey, someone's got to bait a lobster pot, right? I mean, there's all these things we could do with these criminals, except putting them back out on the street and, and allowing them to continue to be the predators that affect your families and mine. And, and uh, 
and the state legislature doesn't get it. They're focused on taking away your rights as an American citizen, not on penalizing the misuse of by criminals. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on Instagram at Firing Line Radio Show, Firing Line Radio. Join the group on Facebook. We'll be right back with the final section talking about the California ammo law. Yes, we have that too, coming up right after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to 2019's first episode of Firing Line Radio Show. Hope you had a happy new year. And uh, as you just heard, some of the laws that went into effect January 1st or before in the last state legislature, by the way, you now have Gavin Newsom as your governor and a supermajority in the Senate and legislature. So basically nothing that they can conceive of will be stopped. It's almost like the Tower of Babel when God looked down and says, geez, if they're all, they're all on one side, nothing they conceive of can be stopped now. He had to, he had to destroy the Tower of Babel. Well, you know, Sacramento should probably be dismantled the same way. <laughs> Because with the kind of people we have running the uh, the state legislature and the governor's office, hang on, guys, it's going to be a scary ride for 2019 and beyond. Let's talk about the California ammunition laws that are going to go into effect in July. All right. Now, this actually came to us from uh, LAX Ammo, Orange County. So I did steal this from their website. Gentlemen, thank you very much for this because it's great information. So this is a Q&A session about what's the new ammo laws going in for 2019. If your blood pressure isn't already up from the last session, well, it should be. So let's go into this. So in 2019, what are the current ammunition sales restrictions in California? Well, ammunition sales at stores and gun shows must be conducted in a face-to-face transaction, non-mail, by an FFL or licensed ammunition vendor or an ammunition must be kept out of the reach of the consumer and can only be accessed with the assistance of said vendor. That's why you now see cages showing up in, uh, in gun stores, trying to put all the ammunition behind the counter. Um, are, are there any purchase limits on ammunition? Answer is not at this time. Do I need an ammunition purchase permit or some special license to buy ammo in California? No, you don't need to have a permit or license to buy ammunition, but you must be 21 years of age to buy handgun ammo and uh, at least 18 to buy rifle or shotgun, although they may change that in the near future since they just increased your ability to purchase a long gun 
until age 21. However, you will need to pass a background check. The DOJ is calling an eligibility check starting July 1st of 2019 to purchase ammunition in California. What happens in July 2019? Is there an ammunition background check? Phase two of Proposition 63 commences on January 1st, 2019 and applies to stores and gun shows. In a nutshell, all ammunition purchases made in California will require a DOJ point of sale eligibility check at the cost of a dollar paid by the consumer to the DOJ. It's basically a mini dross fee that will cross-reference your information, name, current address, date of birth, driver's license, or other form of government ID with the info you have on file with the DOJ's automatic fire, automated firearm system. When you purchase and registered your firearm, it will also check if you have anything on record that would prevent you from owning a firearm, i.e. felony. Those same restrictions apply to ammunition purchases. If your ammunition matches up and you are clear, then we can sell you ammo. If not, we legally cannot sell you ammo. Customers who do not pass the eligibility test, the DOJ has told us they'll provide a one-time eligibility check for the cost of $19. This check could take 10 days to process. So let's say that you have a uh, Glock 19, 9mm, and you have a Glock 21. And for whatever reason, the California, because you moved here, you bought this gun in Nevada. You moved here 10 years ago with your Glock 21. Um, you broke no laws, but California only knows you have a Glock 19. And now you're trying to buy 45 ammo. I wonder if they will say, wait a minute, we don't have a 45 registered for him. Deny the sale, make it register the 45 in the state of California. I don't know, but I think those are all things that they'll work out not in our favor. So. If the DOJ doesn't have anything on file with you and their automated firearm system, either because you're not yet a gun owner or you don't have any firearms registered, you will not pass the eligibility check. So uh, you'll apply for the one-time $19 eligibility check or you'll need to register your firearm. If your firearm is registered, but the address on file does not match your driver's license address, you will not pass the eligibility test. You will need to either apply for the one-time eligibility check or update your information with the DOJ. What if I am not a California resident and do not have a California ID? Well, you cannot buy ammo in the state of California. There you go. Will the DOJ be providing an online system to update my firearm registration information? Yeah, sure. It worked out so well with all the other wonderful things they've done. They said they will. We'll see how that works out. What are the details of new regulations of AMU purchases? Well... There's a lot of them. So you have to make sure that you're in this database in order to legally purchase handgun ammunition, period, in the state of California. How long will the background check take? California DOJ is telling us the background check to purchase ammunition will take 60 to 90 seconds to complete. There's no waiting period beyond that. Now, that's 60 to 90 seconds if their system is up and running. If not, let's say that, uh, I don't know, Frontier has a bad day and the uh, internet is down in your particular area or in Sacramento. Well, they've given us a phone number to call. So I'm sure that if the internet is down in Sacramento, that, um, you know, Big Five in uh, Tulare County uh, will be calling in to purchase the box of ammunition. And if I know how efficiently the DOJ runs, they'll have one person who probably doesn't speak English answering the phone um, and they're on break and on union time. So it's going to, it's another delay factor that's in there.
Yes, you'll have to pay a dollar every time you want to pay, want to purchase a firearm, but it's not like a dollar per round yet. It's not a dollar a box. It's a dollar per purchase. So if you want to buy a thousand rounds, it's a dollar to the DOJ. Uh, how do I know if my correct information is with the DOJ? Well, you need to contact them to confirm your own records. It's on you to make sure your information is correct with them, the people who are supposed to be keeping this information. It's on us to make sure they have the right information. Gun owners should make sure that their AFS records contain at least one entry with their true and correct name, date of birth, address, driver's license, or other government identification so that your ammunition purchases will not be denied. You can send California DOJ this form. Um, for their instructions, they'll mail you back a copy of the records if they have any. What if the system... Uh, to, okay. <clears throat> so I passed the mini background check. Then what? You can buy as much ammunition as you want, but you can't share it. You can't share it. There will not be any purchase restrictions on the quantity of animal you can buy. The purchase, no matter how big or small, must have been electronically registered with the DOJ. My ammunition purchase... My ammunition purchases will be recorded with the DA, DOJ, sadly, yes, um, forever. They're going to know the date and sale of the transfer, purchaser transferee, brand, type of ammunition, sold or otherwise transferred, purchaser transfers full name and signature, name of salesperson, purchaser and transferee of full residential address, purchaser and or transfer date of birth, and commencing July 1st, 2019, an ammunition vendor shall electronically submit to the department the information required by subdivision blah, blah, blah. When do I have to turn in my firstborn child? Answer. Who's exempt from the background check to purchase ammunition? According to the penal code, um, an ammunition vendor, a person who is in the centralized list of exempted federal firearms licensees, a person who purchases and receives ammunition at a target facility holding business, a gunsmith, a wholesaler, or a manufacturer of imported firearms. Are CCW holders exempt? No, of course not. They hate us. So the California DOJ will keep records on what ammo I buy and how much? Yes, but only every time and forever. So what were they going to do with that information? It's hard to say. It depends on who you ask. It'll be kept there until they use it for something. That's all it is. And then what happens if somebody has an issue? They're going to say, oh my gosh, this person had 50,000 rounds of ammunition. Well, yeah, they bought, you know, 100 bricks of 22 over their lifetime. That's 50,000 rounds. Um, <laughs> what about reloading components? Don't bring that up. We won't talk about it. Uh, this has me really upset. What can I do? Well, you know what, folks? What you could do is we could vote. We could show up and we could register. And this is what you can make as your New Year's resolution. Is it when you're at the range, when you're talking to your friends and someone says, I want to buy a gun, what should I do? The first thing you need to tell them is you need to register to vote. You need to register to vote and vote correctly. Do not vote for any more of these progressive, liberal, Democrat scums that sit there and, and crush our rights on a daily basis. We don't need them. We've got enough of those already. Um, there is no shortage of those kind of people. We need to find quality, constitutional citizens to run for office to protect our rights. That's what we need to do. That should be your number one. New Year's resolution this year. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Thank you for joining me. I hope you all have a great year. Let's make it a good one. 2019. Hoo Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. 
The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.